everyone. Welcome back. Uh, tonight, or today, whatever fucking time, it's, well, for us, it's tonight. Uh, tonight, joining us is uh, Steven. What's up, Steve? What's going on? And we got Mr. Movie Dude. What's up, Jason? I'm eating some animal crackers. Don't mind me. Awesome. So uh, this is the first time I've had either one of you on my show. We had another, we, I mean, of course, uh, Steve, you are on the Weagle podcast. And then, you know, you and me and Jay, uh, you and me, Jason, we are real impossible. So this is kind of cool to have you guys on this show for the first time. Yeah. 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 I, I'm excited to see how this goes. Yeah. So yeah. this is, this is really cool. So I'm going to, I was told on like episode one by Holly that I should never ask anyone to introduce themselves. So I'm going to introduce you to the best I can. So uh, like Steve, you and me go a long ways. We've been, you know, really good friends for a very long time. I, I feel like I've known you forever though. Uh, yeah. You're Steve and you're also on the Weagle podcast. And then Jason, I have known you for like, what, a year now? Yep, it's been a year. Yeah, it's been a year now. And you and me are teamed up on Real Impossible as a movie podcast, which is a great time. Uh, so, and we're friends too, of course, but we, I think I think we've hung out in person, like maybe like what, once or twice? Because, because I mean, of- yeah, because of COVID, it would probably be a lot more than that. <laughs> right. Uh, like, so yeah. Much- yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it's really cool to finally have two of my friends on my show. This is really awesome. So uh, yeah. And then PT was going to be on tonight, but he had to work. He, he, what is he a poker dealer? Underground poker dealer. It's not real legit, but say say that with parentheses, not parentheses. uh, (laughs) uh, I forgot what the word is, but yeah, it it, it, work. Are, are we allowed to say that on the podcast? Is that going to have to get deleted? I doubt the IRS is listening. Yeah. And we're we're not even talking about PT, right? We're talking about an entirely yeah, different. Who's, who's, P, who's PT? That's not his legal name. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, true. That's very true. So we are without him. Hopefully we can get him on because I kind of imagine that you, you know, three will be on this show quite often. You guys will be regulars down the road, which is really cool. And then so... Uh, yeah, so basically, uh, I don't know if you guys have listened to the show, but basically, this is just me just asking you guys a bunch of ridiculous questions. So, are we ready to get started? Before we get started, I just wanted to share a little fun fact with the listeners out there. Um, okay. Little fun fact, you know, Ben was saying me and him go way back. We do, and in a weird about in a weird about way, the uh, one of the times we hung out. Uh, he hit me up to hang out, Ben did, and we ended up going to a party, and the party, that same party is where he met his wife, so in a weird about way, I guess that's kind of my doing, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, you're kind of right about that, you're kind of right, you did have, there, so much was into play that night, so a lot of crazy events, uh, those were the days, man, just going to, uh, going to parties, you and me have been to a lot of parties, though. So. Yeah, yeah, we've been a lot and together. Been, we've also been to Memphis too. Yes, yes. Drove. Uh, uh, what is it? Was one time at two in the morning. I just decided to say, I said, "Fuck it," and we just drove to Memphis. <laughs> like I don't know what it was. What it, I wasn't drinking or uh, or anything. I just was just like, you know what? I'm taking my friends to Memphis, and we almost got there. And and then we were going to go and hang out there, but then somebody who was passed out in the back seat 
woke up and asked where we were and said that he had to be able to work in an hour. You remember that, Steve? So how did you make it back in four hours? It's a four-hour drive. We didn't. We did not. Needless to say, he called off. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he called off, but he was pissed, and he wanted me to take him home, like, right away. He was not – like, it sounded like a good idea before we left Denny's. We were just like, oh, yeah, let's, let's go to Memphis. Like, he was all about it. Everyone was all about it. But when we got there, I think – Well, I yeah. woke up at first. I was a little dazed, and I first asked where we were at. And I was like, what are we doing out here? <laughs> and then our buddy woke up, and he freaked out. He, he's like, he was like, hey, man, can you take me home? I got to be at work in an hour. We're like, uh, we're nowhere near your house. But <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, just imagine just a bunch of friends just hanging out, bored. We're at Denny's. It's like 1 or 2 in the morning, and we just don't want to go home. And for whatever reason, we just felt – we just wanted to be adventurous for a little bit and i said a comment of like what if we just go to memphis like just for no reason at all just a road trip to memphis right now just for the heck of it and uh it sounded like a very good idea at the time but i tell you what four hours later we were kind of regretting that decision <laughs> yeah so yeah good times yeah and and also i was kind of peer pressure too because we had a friend named eric he was in the driver's seat he was giving me directions he was navigating the entire way to memphis you know back then because we at, at that time we didn't have smartphones i couldn't you know didn't have a you know didn't have maps or anything on my phone and we didn't have time to go to a printer to print out anything from MapQuest. so i was completely relying on the guy in the front seat it was probably too fucked up to be giving me directions. Yeah, I saw I was using a flip phone back then. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that uh, yeah, so that you bring up a really interesting. Uh, well, actually, I kind of brought that up. But yeah, we've had some many memories. And then, yeah, you the night that you're talking about, I let you drive my car home. Or I let you yeah. take I let you drive yourself home with my car because I didn't yeah. because I didn't want to risk to lose, just lose out on my chance. I was like, and you're just like, oh, Ben, take me home. And I'm like, no, dude. Yeah. Like, well, the party was dying out and only people staying there were people that were like hooking up. And I think, I think the people living there, like a um, couple of people were like, yeah, party's over. And I was like, okay, well, I didn't drive here. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, um, I mean, and that was probably like the third or fourth time I actually met Holly. I had met her before that. But yeah, so that was a, yeah. So you are kind of right about that. That was uh those were crazy times back then, but uh, yeah. okay. All right, cool. All right. So let's move on to the next one. All right. So uh, Steve, I know you, you like to partake in some, in, in some alcohol. You like to drink. Yeah. And you probably, and you do too a little bit, Jason. Very rarely. Very rarely. But, but yeah, when I do, I do. All right. Well, this next Uber fact says that the faster you drink alcohol, the more likely you are to black out. What are your what are your thoughts on that? You think that's accurate? I'm gonna have to say that's probably accurate, <laughs> at least in my experience. I would say I would believe it because if you think about it, when you eat, you're supposed to slow down when you eat. I guess it'd be the same with drinking. You're not giving your body time to get acclimated to it. So by the time it's hit you, like if if you eat at a buffet, you're eating three or four plates. Yeah. By the time your body's signaling that you're full, you're already three plates in, and that eventually that's going to hit you, and then you have a stomach ache. So I think yeah. with alcohol, it's the same thing. 
if you keep drinking, you're not going to feel drunk for, what does it take, 30 to 40 minutes to actually feel drunk? Yeah. yeah. If you That's... keep drinking more drinks, you're you're going to be hammered, and then it's too late because you're just going to get more hammered. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. It. It's the pile-on effect. You're just piling on. The faster you, the faster you drink, the more it's the harder it's going to hit you in that 40 minutes or however long it takes to get drunk. Yep. Yeah, I believe it. I I honestly I I think I've only blacked out once or twice in my life. And both of those times were I was just taking shots like crazy. Yeah, it was pure, total mm-hmm. peer pressure. Just getting nothing, you know, was, one of them was my 21st birthday and some other night I don't even remember what it was for. I think I was drinking too much Jaeger, too too fast. Blacked out both nights. Uh yeah. I think, I think that at, you got sick that one time at my uh old apartment in Belleville when we were doing shots at Everclear. Yeah, that was a shitty that was a shitty idea. Why were we drinking that? I have no idea. <laughs> no, I, I just remember that we used to do was it was called jungle juice, where we mm-hmm. would where we would mix Everclear with Kool-Aid or whatever fruit punch or something yeah. like that. And I remember Steve, you and me made that together one time and we just had a good idea. We were just like, dude, we're gonna this is when you know I, I don't know what our mindset was i think we were trying to put just a little bit of everclear and then all you know the majority of it being fruit punch and we were thinking that that was going to get us fucked up or we were gonna have a better time i don't know why we thought that was a good idea it clearly wasn't because i'll remember puking my guts out yeah yeah it was pretty bad yeah I've I mean, I, go ahead jason i don't think i've blacked out i've definitely gotten hazy like there's been moments that steve's been there for Jason, you've gotten blacked out. I've gotten hazy. I don't know if I've blacked out. Falling asleep in an alleyway, I think. No, I did that. I, I did that. I did that on my own. I remember my thought process when I was doing that because it was so loud. It was a party. Yeah. And I when I drink, I get I get kind of not depressed, but I get down. And like I just wanted to get away from everything. So my mind was like, I need to get somewhere where it's quiet. And so I went out in the back. And there was an alley, and it was just seemed quiet. So I laid down. I mean, you were out. You were like passed out for the count, kind of. Of course, thing. I was. You guys were force feeding me jungle juice. Well, we have it on video. We do have video evidence. Yeah, <laughs> you're wait. You were force. Do you remember force feeding? Jason? It was. It was beer. It was. It was in a beer bong. They were giving me a beer bong of jungle juice. Oh man, Jason, I have a, I have a feeling that you're a bit of a party animal. Or you can be, you get, you, you, I think you come across as uh, where you be kind of surprising. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've you, had my moments. Yeah, because my first look at you, I was like, no, nah, you know, he just seems like a cool, chill, just a collective guy, very rational thinker. You like to think things out. But, mm-hmm. but then I, I can definitely see a time where you're just, where I can see uh, a possibility of you just saying, you know what, fuck it, I'm getting hammered. Fuck everybody. Oh yeah, no, I have I ha- I used to have what I call fuck it days. I don't really have them anymore. But when I was just like just completely let go. And those are the days that I end up in an alley and those are the days that Steve has to tell me to hey, let's go home so that I don't end up going home with who they tell me was a guy, but I was pretty sure she was a female. No, she had an Adam's apple, so I didn't see that. I didn't see that. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. But you know what? She was into me, and so I—that's all that I'm. That's all my mind told me is like, hey, there's somebody that's actually actually into me. So, we'll see where this goes. Oh man, they all 
PT has got some some weirdos to take us home before. And Steve, you know who I'm. You know what I'm talking about. Like <laughs> uh, we've, I mean, and I'm not even going to say the city or anything of where they're from, but we've had some real um, interesting characters or interesting yeah. people that. What about what about the time we were driving and the guy covered your eyes while we were driving? Yeah, see, that's the kind of shit I was talking about. We were driving. We were. I don't know what it is. I, I'm with Steve. I met PT and a couple of some people I've never seen before in my life, and they wanted me to give like two of these these this couple. And they were younger than us too, and they wanted me to give them uh, a ride somewhere. I think it was to Walmart. I think they wanted to go to Walmart to huff paint or some. <laughs> stupid shit we were young we were just like right out of high school or yeah, we were all going to walmart for something i can't yeah remember. and i don't know what these crackheads were wanting to do but they got anyways on the way to walmart for the, the for this fucking stupid couple that wanted to huff paint the guy that he was sitting behind me while i was driving he decided to cover both of my eyes while i was driving like just and like and it was like for a while like he wouldn't let go so i'm driving blind because this guy has his hands over my eyes and Steve was riding passenger. He saw the whole thing and Steve like knows how fucking pissed I got. Like yeah, you pulled over and you were, dude, you. Yeah. Fucking... I, I pulled over to the side of the road and I don't know what, what got over me. I don't know what stopped me, but I was getting ready to stomp the shit out of this, out of this guy. Because I mean, you just don't do that. You don't just, blind somebody you don't you just met while they're driving you somewhere and then i think i think he was i think he was like really drunk too so he wasn't it was it wasn't making any sense to him yeah and and then his girlfriend was just like well it was just a joke and i'm like well you can't joke like that we could have had an accident for christ's right. sake yeah so i mean i don't know what it is but i remember i i yelled at him i got real furious with them. Oh, and then yeah, you were right. I think, and after that, when we all went to Walmart, it was fine. But then the one, the one girl that they had with them too, like the other girl, there was another girl there. She, she, no, she started huffing the duster and she passed out. And and remember, we weren't even even near them, but we saw it like from a ways away. And I was like, let's get the fuck out of here, dude. Yeah, we ended up leaving them. I, house, it was yeah, bad. We left them at that Walmart, but that is probably. That's probably they probably are not even the top ten we or weirdos that we've met through PT. Ben, you missed out. Like, I, I kind of wished you would have known me from like 2007 to like 2000. 2007 to what? 2015. Okay. Uh, cause like I would go to Big Daddy's and Blue Agave when Blue Agave was open, and I would go into those places and drop like I don't know a hundred dollars a night. And just get completely obliterated. I remember one night I was dancing on the dance floor at Big Daddy's, and I had an orange juice in my hand, or not an orange juice, screwdriver in my hand. Yeah. And the floor was wet. I don't know if it was wet because of me dropping alcohol, or I don't know what happened, but I remember the floor was wet and I slipped. And somehow when I slipped, the drink did not spill. And like I jumped up in celebration and I held the, the drink up high. Like I was, I was the only one on the dance floor. I was dancing by myself. And I was just gone. <sighs> the good old well, first time. First time I met you, Jason, was when you lived with Mustafa at St. Clair Village. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now, and now he's making uh, commercials. Yeah. Um, and then there was something else I was going to say. Oh, let's see. 
I'm trying to think when is the most recent time that I just went all out and did that. It hasn't been that long. It's only been a few years. Yeah. <sighs> but there was, it was fun. It was fun times. Yep. But I, I left all that in my past. All right, cool. All right. So my next question for this is what is, what is the worst piece of advice you have ever received that you can remember? Eh, like this, like straight up, like what was something sometime like, uh, Steve, I know you probably have received some bad advice from a few of our friends before. Do you have anything that kind of sticks out? Um, I can't really think of anything, honestly. No? No, not. No, I mean, no, I really, I, I'm trying to think, but I really. That's kind of a hard question. That is kind of, I thought about that when I wrote it. I was like, oh, this might be hard, but who knows? I figured I'd try it. Do you have anything that sticks out, Jason? Uh, my mom used to always tell me that she would never, me and my sister are both big, like obese. Mm-hmm. And she said she would never tell us that we can't have anything because of our size. Because when she was a little kid, she used to tell this story about when she was like, I don't know, 10 or 11 or something. She had a birthday because everybody has a birthday every year. And her parents bought her a birthday cake, but she was overweight. So she couldn't have any of the birthday cake. She had to watch her sisters and brother eat the birthday cake and she couldn't. And so she was like, I'm never going to do that to you kids. Like, if you want something, you can have it. And I'm just like thinking about that now. I was like, that, that probably wasn't good advice. Yeah. Because honestly, it's, it's, it's out of control. But I mean, stuff like that. But yeah. no, like no yeah. professional advice that was bad. Just life altering advice. Right. I think the treat yourself is some bad advice. <laughs> you know, yeah. say they're always like, oh, you know, work hard, treat yourself. That because uh, I've always had that mindset. You know, it's like, you know what? I work hard. I'm gonna treat myself. But then that become that turns into like an everyday thing. It needs to be you accomplish a goal. Like, oh, I lost a hundred pounds. I'm gonna go get a tattoo. Yeah. that's how you treat yourself right it's not i made it through work today i'm gonna go get mcdonald's <laughs> right <laughs> yeah so i mean that's kind of my example of some bad advice but do you have anything yeah. do you have anything steve um or do you have any, did you come up with anything no not really i i can't recall getting really so you being like pt or any of our friends i find it hard to believe they probably you. have but i don't think i've went along with it Gotcha. Or remember it. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, maybe, maybe I take that back. Um, when we were at that one party and I was drunk and then uh, he dared me. He was like, Steve, I'll give, give you $5 if you jump off the roof naked into a pool. And I did it. So, I mean, and I think that was kind of bad advice because the shingles on that roof tore up my shin. And I still have a scar on my leg from that. I remember that night. Yeah, it was a good night. It was a good night. Yep. And uh, um, I remember that night. But uh, yeah, okay. All right. So my next or my next question is, what is the most annoying thing about bars? Like about going to bars? The noise. The noise? Oh, my God. I hate yelling. Can I get a cranberry vodka? And they're like, what? You said you want a Zima? We don't make Zimas anymore. No, cranberry vodka. It, it's it's horrible. <laughs> yep. And Steve, what do you think is the worst thing about bars? What's so I would annoying? say, I would say bars that charge a cover charge. Like, yeah. what is really the point of charging a cover charge? People are going to come in there and spend 
tons of money on booze anyways. It's not like you're not making any money. Yeah. And I feel like charging a cover charge would deter someone from going to that bar. At least I remember from, you know, our 20s when we would go to places, you know, a lot of times we'd be like, oh, we're not going there because they have a cover charge. You know, the only time the only time I was okay with paying a cover charge was like going to Pops or something. But that was like after all the other bars closed, like if you wanted to party all night kind of thing. Yeah. Speaking of cover charges and speaking of all that, I used to walk into places like Big Daddy's all the time because I was I went there so often. I didn't I didn't have to pay cover charge and anybody I walked in with didn't have to pay cover charge. So like I would walk in and I'm not saying I ever got underage people in, but I'm just saying I would walk in with people and we would just walk in in a group and nobody had to pay anything. Yeah, if you knew if you knew the security, sometimes you can get away with that, but Yeah. I still really didn't care to go to places that had cover charges. Um, you know, with the exception of Pops and Pops wasn't like an all the time kind of deal, so Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Ben? My my thing I hate about bars or whatever is the it's the smell. Uh, the noise. I hate the noise too. It's the freaking smell, man. When you walk in that door, you can just kind of you can smell the microwave food and you can just smell the 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 I don't know what is it like the just the alcohol just from straight from people's breath or whatever. And you can kind of just feel it like hit you in the face, like just for 30 people all at once is kind of just they just breathe and all that that liquor smell and that burnt microwave food that they serve at those fucking places it just kind of just like hits you right in the face when you walk in the door so when did you turn 21 when did i turn 20 oh back in 2008 okay so 2000 i think it was either 2006 or 2007 the state of illinois put enacted where you can't smoke in bars and restaurants anymore yeah so before then i think i had a full year of going to these places where you could still smoke inside. So you think the smell's bad yeah. now. Oh, yeah. Imagine the smell back then. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. A cloud of smoke just lingering in the air. Yeah. And then everyone... Like, yeah. And then you got the cologne or the perfume. Like the perfume. So mm-hmm. it, it's, it smells like flowery, B.O., overcooked microwave food. Like... I don't know. It's like and then occasionally, you know, you'd have people puke, so it smelled like puke too. <laughs> yeah. Like the smell. I absolutely like sometimes I'll like I just want to like go outside and you know, but now they don't even they don't even really let you drink outside of the bars anymore either here where we're at. So you can't even do that anymore. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Okay. All right. All right. So my next question. So this one is would you rather say everything that comes to your mind? Or never speak again. Never speak again. Never speak again. Uh, like, what do you got, Steve? I was gonna say probably whatever comes to my mind because I mean I'm I'm already a pretty much a straight shooter. I kind of like to tell it like it is. So I mean, yeah. I'm too, opinion- I'm too opinionated, <laughs> and there's a lot of things that I'm in the middle of. But these days, people don't like you in your if you're in the middle. They want you on one side or the other. Yeah. So if I say I'm against this or against that, or if I say I like spaghetti and they like tacos, like I don't like people being mad at me. So I was just rather just not say anything at all. Not say anything at all. Yeah. You know, I definitely see where you're coming from. It feels like you're always, I feel like you're pissing people off no matter what. Like people don't like you when you're quiet. Yeah. You know I'm saying they call you, if you're too quiet, they think you're a creep. But if you talk, to, I took, 
Go ahead. That's why I took my middle name off of social media. So you notice every time, every time a creeper gets found or it's a killer or if it's a kid diddler or something, it, they always have a middle name. Yeah. And so I took it off because I was like, I don't want to be associated with that. I'm already fat. I'm already balding. I already have glasses. I don't need anything else going against me. So, so the Marcus, though, so you, you took Marcus off your off all your handles? Yeah, because I don't want like that. that I mean, it could be misconstrued as a serial killer name. And I promise you, I have I've not killed anybody in a very long ever. So, <laughs> right. Okay. Very long ever. Does that mean you did kill somebody, or that's why I said ever, Steve? I I I, I was gonna. Where you think I'm gonna say time? I put ever. Okay. All right. So, all right. You guys might like this next question a lot better. Okay. So, what video game? What video game should be made into a movie? And what movie should be made into a video game? I'm turning GTA Five into a movie. Um, I don't care who plays who. I, I well, I do. I want Leonardo DiCaprio to play Michael, and I want uh, Johnny Knoxville to play uh, what's his face. Uh, like uh, from from GTA. Yeah, GTA Five. Oh, you want him to play Trevor? Trevor. Yeah, Johnny Knoxville as Trevor is like perfect casting. Yes. And maybe somebody like Michael B. Jordan as Franklin. You know. Yes. You, um, I think you hit it right on the head with that one. Um. As far as a movie turned into a video game, I, I I don't know. Probably just the MCU as an awesome RPG. Yeah. Not as like Marvel Ultimate Alliance, but as like an awesome RPG. Yeah. That. Yeah, I'd play that. Steve, what do you got? Um. Well, video game into a movie. There's a lot of them. Jason took one of mine, so GTA definitely. But I would have to say probably I really like to see a Skyrim movie. Okay. Like if they turn that, I think they can turn that into a, into a movie. Um, maybe get someone, you know, someone rugged to play, you know, the, the Dragonborn. You know, it could be could be someone like Jason Momoa or someone, someone who has like looks manly with a good beard. You know, That's yeah. What I'm in my head. Cool. Me. Um, for my question, I was I you took my answers, Jason. So I'm gonna actually I'm gonna say I would like to see Red Dead Redemption get turned into a movie. I think I don't know who would play. I would want it to be Arthur Morgan though. To be I want I would want a, like a movie following that character. Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking about that. Who would play Arthur Morgan? I don't know. I think it would have to be honestly. It might have to be a no name at the moment or someone that's not very well known because it, there's no one that comes to mind that would. I think would be a good Arthur Morgan. What about like Thomas Jane from The Punisher? Thomas Jane is good. Thomas Jane is good. Uh, yeah. What about Eastwood's son? Uh, that's he'd be more of a Micah. But he's got the blonde hair. He'd be more of a Micah Bell. Right. But Micah's too. He's too young for Micah. Yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh! Leonardo DiCaprio. Now, yeah. See, that's good. Well, because Arthur Morgan, I feel like you do need a strong actor to play Arthur Morgan because he is a strong character like he has such a i don't know he's a very memorable character and i feel like you just can't put anybody in that but at the same time i couldn't really think of anyone but i can see leonardo leonardo dicaprio playing him very well and you know who i want to play dutch who john c Riley. oh yeah that would be perfect. i got another quest for you <laughs> i mean that'd be from a from a comedic side he would definitely know that yeah uh man I don't know. And then also a, m m a movie turned into a video game. 
uh, I don't know. It's not a movie, but I think a Cobra Kai video game, like a really good, like in depth video game, Cobra Kai. I think that would be pretty cool. Imagine just playing like a bunch of different characters, just going around and just with karate skills, just beating everybody up in the school. Or you have to infect. I swear, Cobra Kai is like a like Night of the Living Dead if you think about it. Yeah, because Los Angeles is just getting infiltrated by like random people with karate skills popping up everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I mean, like. <laughs> How many pro karate people are there in that town? Like, go to 6th and 74th and tra- train this person the art of Miyagi-Do karate. Right. I think a video game like that, like, you know what I'm saying, where, like, you actually have to go to a dojo and train for a, a few hours, and then and then later on that day, you get to go just, like, beat people up, or you just get into cafeteria fights and stuff like that. And I would I would play that. But watch out, you might end up in juvie. <laughs> right uh or you might get kicked off a stairwell and then paralyzed or not paralyzed who knows and then you, you're just stuck six hours into the game where you're just laying in a hospital bed like right i would the, play it the only things you can do is reach for your phone and drink water yep we need to talk to somebody about a cobra kai video game idea like almost immediately i mean i'm down yeah i don't know who we can talk to about it i don't know maybe we can write ign and they might have some sources. But I, I think that would be a badass video game. All right. Uh, yeah, okay. just don't get, just don't, well, they're not in business anymore, so we don't have to worry about that. Who, IGN? They're not? No, I was going to say, L, don't get LJN to do it, because they did they did the Karate Kid video game, and that was terrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can believe it. You know, I have connections to the video game industry, so, you know. Yeah, but I don't think LGN went out of business, so... I'm not talking about LGN. Like, I am one connection away from the director of God of War. Nice. Like, I don't know the the director of God of War, but I know somebody who knows him. Yeah, I would say probably the hardest part about probably making a, a video game like Cobra Kai would probably be the licensing, just the, the rights to be able to use the name and the characters. And not right. only that, there's a game out now, but... Like, you don't want to make it like Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Like, you want to make it more like an RPG or something where... Like an open world kind of Yeah, but how do you make an open world game about karate but not have it just be about karate? You know, now that you mention it, I think I saw a preview. I think there is a Cobra Kai video game. Yeah, there there is. There is. There is? Yeah, there is. Oh, shit. Well, there goes my idea. It's a fighting game. I'm pretty sure it's like a street yeah. fighter style fighting game. oh is it like a mobile game or it looks like a mobile game but i think yeah. it's on playstation and stuff yeah oh. but it's, it's like a street fighter type style fighting yeah I, I remember when scream 4 came out they advertised the video game for it and i got so excited i was like oh, that's awesome like a scream uh scream video game and then i saw it and it was like mobile only or something like that and it was it just looked very disappointing but we well, need more scream as a video game. Yes. Oh my. Yeah, that would be hands but down. not an op- not an open world game and a game like Uncharted. Yes, Uncharted or remember the game? Have you, did you ever play the game called Until Dawn? I was just about to say that. Like that would be literally the like those. What is it? The, uh, the, the Telltale tel- games. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Telltale Scream. Like I would play it. it- I would play it too. I played the Batman and I didn't play, I have not played the Jurassic Park one because I just, uh, that was only on, that was only for the Xbox 360, which I didn't have at the time. But 
Yeah, I think that would be perfect. All right, so let's move on. Okay, so this next one is, and now, okay, so we are recording this on a Friday night, which is a couple nights before the WWE Royal Rumble. Uh, Jason, I know you pay zero attention to wrestling, and I don't, I don't really, I'm not really familiar any at all with the new stuff. Uh, Steve, you might be, I don't know if you are, but uh, this question is really not meant for a hardcore wrestling fan. But it's in related to the Royal Rumble that's getting ready to come up this Sunday. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. So how long do you think you would last in the WWE Royal Rumble if you were allowed to use a steel chair the whole time? Um, two seconds, because the first one is going to grab it from me <laughs> and and throw me out of the ring. Throw you out of the ring. So if you had a steel chair, you don't you don't give yourself longer than two seconds? No, because they're they're strong. They're they they they've trained for moments like that. Yeah, I'm not I'm not trained for that. <laughs> like I'm not gonna have you know when you hit somebody with the steel chair, your hands feel the vibrations. Yeah, like I'm not I'm not gonna be trained for that either. Like I'm not gonna last long at all. No, all right, all right, Steve. I think you. I have a feeling you would last. I think you would. I think you would eliminate somebody. But how long do you think you would last? Um, I mean, I possibly could eliminate somebody, but in reality, as in terms of a wrestler, I'm not that big of a person. Like, yeah, I'm only 5'10", and 5'10", is, that's too short for a wrestler. Most wrestlers are like 6'6", and hot, taller, you know? So, like, you know, there's exceptions to the rule, but I would be considered on the smaller side of the spectrum in terms of wrestling. And then it also depends on who in the ring I'm going against. If it's someone like, you know, Goldberg or Brock Lesnar, they'll probably just destroy me. So, like. Yeah. All right. Uh, All right. Well, you get someone like the big show, even like he would be too big for me to throw over the top rope. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys pretty much diminished my confidence in this. So <laughs> I've. So what if the three of us all together storm the ring with steel chairs in our hands? Do you think that would make a difference? Yes, depending on who we're going up against. Again. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, and uh, uh, the WWE storyline, the writers, they also have a lot to do with that, too. Yeah, I, I would feel, you know, they like the popular names to stay in longer, of course. You know? Yeah, right. We'd be this, that, like, you know, like, Back when I would watch it, when I was watching it in middle school, they would always have like a celebrity like Drew Carey come out or Pete Rose, and then they get like eliminated like immediately. Yeah, that would probably be us. And then it also depends on like, are we considered are we considered like mainstays or are we just jobbers like people that are just there yeah. to get beat up on? You know? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, if it was a real life thing, yeah, I probably I would not last very long. Even probably with a steel chair, but hey, I think it'd be I think it'd be fun though. Yeah, I mean, and and again, like I said, definitely if I'm going up against like some powerhouses, you know. Yeah. Like Brock Lesnar, for example, if like not only not, but see, he also did UFC. He he's a real fighter. He did real fighting too. So, like, <laughs> I wouldn't last two seconds in the ring with him. No. Yeah, me neither. But you never know if we had steel chairs in our hands. But like Jason said, like if like they they know how to swing a, a steel plus, chair. Plus, plus, dude, if you got someone even like Goldberg, you hold the steel chair, he'll spear you 
right through the chair. And I think that would do more damage to me than it would do to him. Yeah. Yeah. You're right about that. Yeah. Cause they're so freaking strong. Okay. So this is my last question of this episode. Are you guys ready? Yep. All right. So um, you guys know me. I am a big Jurassic Park fan. Jason, I know you are too. And Steve, do you watch the Jurassic Park movies? Yeah, I'm up to date on them. I've watched all of them so far. Okay. If you got to be a character in a Jurassic Park movie or Jurassic World, and you got to write your own death scene, how would you die? Hmm. Jason, I I have a feeling you've thought about this before. I would probably go out the way John Hammond did in the book. In the book? So by the compies? Yep. I feel like it's a it's a uh, honorable death. Although he probably had a lot of pain, but you know what? The pain only lasts until you die. Yeah, so. that's true. So you would go out by the, the compies. What about you, Steve? Um, so are we pick am I picking a character I would be and then pick my create no. my own hypothetical death scene? Yeah, basically you're you're writing your own character and you're picking your own your own death scene for well, that character. If I had to choose the character, it would probably be Jeff Goldblum's character. I know he doesn't die. But, yeah. Um, ah, well, you never read the book then. Well, I have not read the book. You're right. So as far as the movies go, I'm not a big book reader. So books don't, yeah. So I don't really read too many books. But if I had to choose a death scene to make one up, quick and easy, just have a T-Rex to swallow me whole, I guess. Yeah. I feel like I think that would be the badass way to go. I would want to go out like what is it? The girl in Jurassic World where she got picked up by the pterodon and then dropped into the uh, into the aquarium and then eaten by the mosasaurus. You know what I'm talking about, Jason? Yes. Yep. Yes. That would be a fucking cool death. But that's already been done before. So I would probably go. Uh, yeah. I I don't know. Like. Ugh. To be oh, honest, I, I would want to go something that would kill my consciousness as fast as possible. Right, exactly. Like, I wouldn't want to get eaten whole by the T-Rex. I would want my head cut clean off first. Yeah. Because ah. then, what if you don't die right away? Then you're suffocating as you go through the digestive tract. and Like, no, I don't want to do that. No. Yeah, I, yeah. Do have, I do have another one that, that is a good quick death. Getting getting trampled in in a stampede by like long necks or something that are running away from the t-rex oh yeah or even just to get stomped on by the t-rex i mean it's that instant but i mean uh, yeah i I think that would be pretty instant in my opinion i mean yeah yeah (laughs) i think so (laughs) i would say so i say that's a pretty safe bet but uh yeah i don't know so uh have you guys watched the camp crustaceous show yet on netflix the what? The uh, Camp Crustaceous. Have you seen, have you watched any of the seasons yet, Steve? Oh, isn't isn't that the animated yeah. show? Yeah, it's I, animated, but it's good. I haven't I haven't watched it. I started it, but then I I when I saw it was animated, I was like, oh, I'll come back to this. I, I tend I tend to I tend to slack off on animated shows. So you don't I, give stuff a chance, Steve. Have you watched One Division yet? I tried to watch the first episode. I couldn't get with the black and white leave it to beaver style. Show. I'm telling you right now, start from episode four. Start from episode four and then, then go back and watch the other and three. I won't even episodes. know what's going on. You'll you'll know. Trust me, you'll know. Episode four is where it should have started. Anyway, right. back to Jurassic Park. Yeah, it's a cartoon, but it's good. It's good. 
Yeah, well, right. I'll check it out sometime. All right, cool. Yeah, I still wanted. I was actually getting ready to watch that this weekend, but uh, I'm actually getting ready to go watch the was it the little things? Yep. And then we're going to review that. Till, uh, what is it? Well, from the time of this recording, we're going to review that tomorrow and, yep. and drop that episode. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. All right, so I want to uh, thank you two for coming on this episode. It was great having you guys on. Uh, if you're listening. Uh, and you want to hear these two guys again, please go listen to them. Uh, you, can, you can find Jason on Real Impossible. Uh, go there. And then, of course, uh, Steve's on the Weagle podcast, too. Uh, so, yeah. And what you guys both do a really good, awesome, you know, really great job at. So, yeah. Thank well, you. I try. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, be you know, if you want to find them again, you do that. And then uh, before we go, though. Jason, or is there anything you want to say? Anything you want to recommend? Any kind of business or anything, anything at all? Uh, just you can find me on Mr. Movie Dude on everything. Check out my TikTok where eventually I'm going to do the bus it challenge. <laughs> nice. All right. And Steve? Um, yeah. I mean, if you guys want to chat, you know, you can find me on Instagram or Snapchat at Reno6996. Or, you know, I got a TikTok as well, and I do post, you know, videos there from time to time. Um, and my TikTok is the Turkish Delight 69 um, Yeah, just hit me up on there. And, you know, I look forward to hearing from you guys. And if you guys listen to uh, the WeGo podcast, you know, you'll, you can find me on there as well. And I'm, I'm just glad to be part of the show, you know. Yeah. What happened to the Turkish deli? What about the Turkish deli? I was looking forward to like the sandwich of the week segment. Like, oh what yeah, happened? Steve. Whatever happened to that? We got away from that somehow. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I think after it was um, somebody's idea brought it up and it never got brought up again. I I thought they wanted that to be a separate podcast though. And I was just like, you know, oh. I don't know. what you talking about random cold cuts yeah <laughs> like today's episode we're talking about roast beef with horse horseradish radish i can't talk i guess i'm getting tired or it was gonna be or, or it was gonna be some kind of food podcast something to do with yeah. food. <laughs> we were gonna yeah. call it the turkish deli yeah today we are making a turkish dish with cinnamon and rose petals awesome all right, cool. Well, I want to thank you two again uh, coming on, and I also look forward to having both of you on again soon. Uh, like, uh, I know Steve, you're going to be back on again in March, and then Jason, I want to get you on soon too. So yeah, it's going to be a, a good time. And um, everyone listening, I'm going to say thank you for listening, uh, and go look for our other podcasts, Real Impossible and the WeGo, and then just also stay tuned for any other new projects that we have you know in the pipeline so yeah thank you for listening and uh stay safe and take it easy bye